Welcome to Poets and Writers. This is Henry McCarthy. We're on the road today. We're really on the road. I'm sitting outside of Dewey's Bakery and with a wonderful, wonderful lady who really has written a book. We're going to talk about peaches today on Poets and Writers. And all you folks around the valley there have got a lot of peach recipes. But Belinda has just uh, published her first book on peaches. And Belinda, uh, give us your full name now and tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Belinda Smith Sullivan from Chicago. Mm -hmm. Grew up in Chicago, but spent all of my summers in Mississippi with my grandparents, canning and peeling, canning, freezing peaches. So that's how you got interested. But now you have a real story here. You know, when we ask where you're from, you know, down south, we like a little bit of gossip history, right? <laughs> Okay. So now you grew up in the South, but your parents, uh, grandparents were from down in Mississippi, right? Uh, Charleston, Mississippi, up in the Delta. Yeah. And so you grew up down there, or you grew up in Chicago? I grew up in Chicago, but all of our summers were spent uh, with my grandparents on the farm. And that's how you got interested in peaches? That's how I got interested in peaches. Oh. All right, now talk a little bit about your life before you wrote this book, Just Peachy. Okay. And you've had an interesting life, so... Well, I started out my career as a, we were called stewardesses then, they're called flight attendants now, and I flew for American Airlines for several years before, as my mother would say, getting a real job. <laughs> and I eventually ended up with the Coca-Cola company, that's how I ended my career, uh, on an assignment in South Africa. I was global training manager for the Africa group for the Coca-Cola company and spent three years in Johannesburg. But you'd always had these peach recipes, right? Yes, I've been experimenting with uh, peach recipes for over 20 years now. When uh, we moved to South Africa, I mean, when we moved to South Carolina, uh, I didn't realize at the time that I was living right in the uh, peach capital of the South, which is Edgefield County. All right, and so talk a little bit about getting your book published and you just, it was an overnight, right? Just took you about a couple of days. No, I'm kidding, folks, because <laughs> she told us earlier about it. it took about seven years. Talk about it a little bit and how, how that came about. Yeah. Well, after I retired from the Coca-Cola company, I went to culinary school, Johnson & Wells, and um, just at that point started really getting serious about developing peach recipes. I had been experimenting off and on before going to culinary school. Uh, because one, I had looked for a cook for a peach cookbook, and there were none. So I started uh, developing my own peach recipes, cataloging them, and then after culinary school, I got serious about, okay, now maybe turning this into a book. It wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be. I thought I'd write this book, someone would pick it up, publish it, and I'd be off and running. But it took me seven years because one, uh, publishers have what they call their formula for success uh, in terms of choosing who writes cook, you know, who gets to uh, get their cookbook published. And I did not fit the mold that they uh, were, uh, that they had in mind actually. So, uh, and that was one uh, hurdle. The other hurdle was that none of the editors could imagine who would be interested in a peach cookbook. You know, that people, everyone knows how to make a peach cobbler or a peach pie, and people just like eating them, and what could there possibly be beyond those two things? Uh, and then I finally met an agent who was willing to take a chance on me, and she shopped it, as they say, she shopped around for publishers, and we finally settled on Gibbs Smith, who was very interested 
in uh, in the Peach Cookbook. Well, now you waited to hear from her a good while, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, it, it took her. It took her two. Shopping down Atlanta. Yeah, talk a little bit. About it that. took her two years to actually uh, find someone who you know to find a, a, a the right fit publisher for me and uh, and that book. But uh, yeah, I was uh, shopping in Atlanta on my birthday when I got a telephone call from her that not only did she have an offer but that two more were coming in the same day. So we went from seven years of nothing to all of a sudden in one day, three offers coming in for the cookbook. All right, now I've had one other chef on my show and the feedback I got was I didn't ask enough about recipes, okay? okay. But I'll tell you, her recipes and the title of the book is Just Peachy <laughs> and I know you want to pick up a copy and it has, how many recipes does your book have in it? I'd say 75-ish. 75. Yes. Okay, talk a little bit about those uh, recipes. Okay, well, there's something in there for everyone. Uh, there are appetizers, there are breakfast uh, recipes, there are uh, bread, uh, there's a whole section on just pies, there are uh, savory recipes. Uh, really, it goes from soup to nuts, morning to dinner. All right, now I know one of them you got when you were growing up or from your grandmother. Which one was that uh, favorite one? Oh, the uh, the coconut peach cake. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, coconut cake was my mother's favorite. Uh, it's a cake that she only made once a year, and that was on her birthday. And it was truly a labor of love from her, from cracking the coconut and preserving the juice to put in the cake to uh, grating the coconut. Uh, and so that, that would have to be my sentimental favorite in there because it was so special to my mother. Mm -hmm. Then the fans have a favorite, blueberry peach, talk a little bit. Oh, about the that. raspberry peach crumble is just, I tell you, it has, it has its own life now. I mean, I mean it seems as if every uh, book signing I go to, that is the recipe that's been made. It, one, it is so easy. I mean, your eight or nine-year-old uh, at home can make that for you, but it is just absolutely uh, delicious. Raspberries pair very, very, very well with uh, with peaches, and I'd say that's fan fantastic and approved. <laughs> absolutely. What about various kinds of peaches? Tell us a little bit about the different kinds. Okay, there are well in the U.S. We have three hundred different varietals. Of, of peaches and it's and I have to admit I don't know them all there are a few that stand out like the Alberta peach uh, that is uh, it comes out of north uh, uh, Georgia and it's very very popular but there are so many different varietals and they change during peach season which can go from May to September every couple of weeks a new, new varietals are picked and again I just couldn't name them all but know that they are, so you are say over 300. And there are like 3,000 around the world, right? Uh, yeah, and over 2,000 2, uh, varietals uh, around the world, yeah. Now, how did the uh, peaches come to this country? Peaches came to this country, uh, there were uh, monks who brought uh, just tons of peach seeds over to the U.S. in the 1600s and just really kind of just threw them around on the ground and they eventually grew up into trees. Uh, that we know today, but it was really the um, Native Americans in the Southeast that really cultivated the peach industry. Uh, they were doing, they were growing orchards uh, hundreds of years before uh, now. 
they were they even had developed a, a method for um, for preserving peaches they would let them dry out in the sun and then mash them into little cakes so the Native Americans were, had a very sophisticated uh, business around around the peach uh, around peaches long yeah. long before uh, they were really commercialized in the uh, late 1800s we're talking folks out there this is Henry McCarthy WEHC 90.7 and we're talking about peaches today with a wonderful woman here uh, she has the book out uh, now just peachy and this is uh, Belinda Smith make sure that I and you have a middle Belinda Smith Sullivan <laughs> Belinda Smith Sullivan and so she's um, telling us some of her recipes I'm interviewing her it's getting rather hot I'm out here in the car but uh, we're in front of Dewey's Bakery in Winston-Salem and she just gave a presentation in there but you I want to skip around a little bit here because did I hear you say something about flying airplanes and so forth talk a little bit about your life yeah when I was a, a stewardess <laughs> Um, I had the opportunity to fly with uh, Captain David Harris, and he was the first African-American to fly for the airlines, for the commercial uh, airlines. And I was just so enamored with him that I said, wow, uh, this is something I think I'd like to do someday. If I ever get the, the, the money, <laughs> I'm going to take up flying. And uh, sure enough, one year from my birthday, my husband uh, gave me a, a flying lesson. You know, took me to the airport sure. and paid for a flying lesson for me, and I was I was bit after that. So I got my private uh, certificate, but then I went on to get my uh, commercial and my instrument and my multi-engine, and then finally uh, through an organization that I belong to called the 99s, which is the International uh, Women Pilots Association. I was awarded the Amelia Earhart Scholarship, and so uh, the 99s paid for me through that scholarship to get my flight instructor rating. And uh, so I also, in addition to everything else that I do, I teach people how to fly airplanes. And right now we live on it. And for the past 18 years, we've lived on a private airport. And that's down in Mississippi, right? No, it's in South Carolina. In South Carolina. In South Carolina, yeah. Yeah, and I was thinking about the peach country down there, right? Mm -hmm. in, is Edgeville County is where I live. And so they're very famous for their peaches. It's we live for peaches. <laughs> and now you mentioned something. You know, I go back in the mountains of the Blue Ridge. So I ask you about uh, cooking on a stove and so on. Talk a little bit about how your grandmother did that. Oh, goodness. My grandparents were uh, cotton sharecroppers. And again, like everyone else around them, just poor people. Uh, my grandmother cooked in her kitchen. There was just in the middle of the floor a wood-burning stove and a little sink in the in the corner and she didn't even have running water we had to bring water in from the well and wood for the stove and just very very basic and to this day i i just every time i use my oven i i can't believe because she never had the temperature control that that uh that i have on my on my oven and yet she never burned anything the way i do sometimes <laughs> but uh yeah she's just a, an amazing woman and i learned how to how to cook when i couldn't even when I couldn't even see on the top of the stove, uh, there are pictures of her pulling up a chair for me to stand at the stove to stir pots and things like that. So you would go from Chicago so about every summer every down? Every summer down, and yes. did you have brothers and sisters? My two brothers. And, yeah. and you would live out there with her? Mm-hmm. And so she yeah. would really give you a good work ethic, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we kids got up at 5.30 every morning. 
-hmm. Now we went to bed at seven at night mm -hmm. and we were ready to because we were so exhausted. Well, she had a garden, correct? Oh and... yeah, they, they grew everything. I mean, there only two things my grandmother would go to town for once a week, and that was Saturday night, was to buy flour and sugar. Everything else she used or we ate, she grew. And then she traded for peaches, right? Yeah, and then she traded with other farmers who grew other things that she, that she didn't grow. Yeah, and that was the way it worked pretty much in the country. So you went on and, and you were with the airlines and you became uh, basically an, uh, an executive with Coca-Cola mm -hmm. around. Where were you, uh, where'd you live with Coca-Cola? Uh, well, I lived all, all over the southeast. Uh, and then my last assignment, I was in South Africa for three years. For three years. Mm -hmm. And all during this time, Belinda Smith, you were thinking about peaches. Not all during this time, but you carried this. Yeah. And you approached, I love what you talked about at first approaching in those seven years. Mm -hmm. I want you to talk a little more about trying to get that because I, I love what you said. I'm a nobody. We're <laughs> nobody. Talk a little bit about that. Well, feeling like a nobody. Again, the publishers have a, a very definite profile and a formula for choosing uh, what books they, you know, they publish and for, you know, who writes the book. They they want you to have, you know, a, a strong following on social media. They want you to have a, you know, strong background. Either you're a restaurant chef or you're a television chef uh, like that. And so nobody knew me. I was an unknown. And when I would approach agents and publishers and editors about just taking a look at my proposal they say but you're nobody you know <laughs> so you I I got that for about seven years you know you're you're nobody who are you we've never heard of you so yeah. okay now you talk to a number of people in the audience today here at Dewey's Bakery in Winston-Salem North Carolina I had some delicious peach ice cream and uh, several of them mentioned the photographs talk about how you came to have this world-famous uh, <laughs> photographer well, I was at an organization uh, conference, uh, and I met this gentleman, and he said he told me he was a photographer, and I said, oh, do you like peaches? And he said, I love peaches. I said, well, I'm writing a peach cookbook. Would you like to do the photography for me? And he said, I'd love to. Well, I had him, his name written into my proposal that my agent was uh, showing around to. Uh, now he was taking pictures yeah. in a restaurant. Yeah, he was. He, he was just taking pictures of drinks on the on the bar with a little iPhone, and uh, and you're sitting there. And right? I'm sitting there, right. and I'm like, who who are you? He's and he told me he was a photographer. <laughs> so I thought it was a little strange. Why didn't he have a real camera? Right. <laughs> but all he exactly. had was his iPhone. So I I approached him. I asked him if he'd be interested, and he said yeah. And oh, I did ask him. I said, could you send me a little bio of yourself, and. Uh, some photos of pictures, peaches that you've taken in the past, and which he did the next day. Uh, so he was very responsive and to what you know for what I needed in terms of you know getting the proposal done as quickly as possible, uh, so my agent could run with it. Uh, but then when she saw the proposal and she said, "Why did you write his name in your proposal?" I said, "Because I met him and he's going to do the photography." And she was just shocked. She says, do you know who he is? He's like the number one food photographer in the U.S. He wants to work with you? How about and that? the way she said it is like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, you're my agent. You work for me. You're supposed to be encouraging me, not, not helping me to remember that I'm a nobody, too. <laughs> well, Belinda Smith Sullivan. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about your husband now. I know that you mentioned he's in 
where is he now? He, and, he works in Afghanistan. He's mm -hmm. a contractor, mm -hmm. and he's been there for 16 years. And uh, and he has a favorite ice cream, peach oh, ice cream. The the peach uh, amaretto ice cream is his favorite. And whenever he comes home, there better be some of that ice cream in the freezer. <laughs> okay, want to get you to give us one more recipe that stands out in your mind, and we're talking today. Uh, about just peachy and we're talking about peaches and you know around these mountains we used to go down to South Carolina and get them and so my mother would can them and so forth but mm -hmm. another recipe out of those how many recipes do you have in just peach 75 75 yes now one more recipe oh goodness well, oh I love this little appetizer it's so quick and easy to make it's a crostini with prosciutto and uh peaches on it with a little bit of balsamic uh, reduction. Again, very easy to make and it's oh, just so tasty. The perfect thing to have just before a brunch or, or a light meal. All right, some do's and don'ts of cooking with peaches, if you will. Something that stands out in your mind, people need, and you're also a master chef too. By the way, I am. I am a chef. chef. I'm master, but I'm well, a chef. Well, you're, tra you're trained amongst <laughs> I am, yes, I being am. A, with the airlines and being a pilot and so forth. Yeah. But uh, what what stands out about dealing with peaches that you have to be aware? Of? Can't let them rot, right? So. No. Uh, one thing that a lot of people are, uh, say that concerns them is that when they buy a peach in the supermarket, that it's hard. You have to understand that when they peaches are picked from the time they're picked to the time they make the soup they're available for you in the supermarket is only three days they have to get them off the tree and to the supermarket in three days then you need to take them home and let them sit for two to three days on the counter not in the refrigerator not in a basket just right on the counter and then they're perfect for eating uh, you're seldom going to go and find a peach in the supermarket that's going to be soft enough for you to eat at that moment and they do that because of the, of course, the uh, the waste factor. If they brought them in ready to eat, if they didn't sell out of all those peaches that day or by the next day, then they'd have to throw them away. So there's a there's a reason why they're hard when you initially purchase them. All right, Belinda Smith Sullivan. I'm going to go back inside and get some more of that peach ice cream here at Dewey's Bakery. And Belinda, thank you so much. And of course, they can pick up a copy of your book. Uh, sure. uh, tell us where it's marketed. Well, it should be in a, mm -hmm. um, either in a gift shop mm -hmm. or a bookstore mm -hmm. near sure. near you. It's it's sold nationwide. Yeah. Books a uh, million, but, Barnes books and Noble. But you can also get it online at Amazon Books or yeah. Amazon. Yeah. So. Well, Belinda, this is Henry McCarthy thanking you for being on the program today. And I'm saying do not wait up for me. Do not be afraid to stay or sill away. I'm going out to write a poem and watch the children play. And thanks again for listening.